All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. Happy Juneteenth, my friend. Happy Juneteenth, brother. All right. <laughs> it's uh, good to be here on this uh, wonderful Juneteenth mm-hmm. recording. The robots versus taxes. Show. Well, I don't want to, you know, jump ahead and bear the lead, but uh, <laughs> I am, of course. <laughs> Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are the Robots versus Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, yes. It's amazing to see all the celebrations going on around uh, Brooklyn and New York at large, as well as, you know, other places around the country. It's, uh, I really hope... Um, every year especially now that it's officially a federal holiday it will continue to grow in its uniqueness in its celebration and as people of color and black people often do it's innovation in regards to how to celebrate you know um this country for the fourth of july uh you know they love to we love to blow up shit we love to barbecue and I'm not frowning on any of that because, you know, it's a day off. But, um, you know, Juneteenth, I can just imagine it having so much more flavor uh, that the country's going to be like, huh, we never thought about doing that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a cause for celebration this day, mm. you know. Um, and, you know, I, I just believe that that it holds a lot of weight and it's very important that we draw attention to it despite the fact that there are certain states in our union that uh don't want to teach critical race theory so they're kind of just like uh juneteenth is nothing but a name (laughs) and not and there's no it's basically like a brand Mm. so um yeah, they're like uh, I can uh, I can guess is, which states. <laughs> yeah, no, I dude. Um Yeah, it, it, it's it's uh it's your usual cast of of uh of <laughs> knuckleheads and you know. Um uh, it, it's it's just the usual suspects, mm. you know. Mm. I'm thinking it rhymes with uh, b- the word rhymes with blah blah blama. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the states, I think. Uh, I, um, think a- I think another one rhymes with Hennessy. Mm? Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, Basically, the same states trying to. Uh, have as well as encourage these bullshit recounts or audits um, that are just complete jokes but at the same time we have to keep an eye on them because they are (laughs) they're basically dancing along the lines of doing illegal shit 
you know. Um, there's there's absolutely uh, listeners in case you are aware of what's going on there's a uh, there's a fake audit going on in Arizona by a company called cyber ninjas that has never ever uh, handled any sort of uh, national election audit in its entire existence for as brief as as I imagine um, it has existed and uh, their hope is uh, that they will uncover some sort of conspiratorial uh, cover-up, you know, with finding bamboo fibers on the voting forms or, you know, or that uh, Donald Trump secretly watermarked the ballots in order to reveal which ones are real and which ones aren't, which is, of course, complete bullshit because it's illegal to do such a thing. Um, the thing that gets me is, <laughs> let's say... They're not going to find anything because there's there have already been three official recounts. Um, Mitchell, hold on a second. They, do they want to turn Trump into Batman where he's using like lightly irradiated bills in order to like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like if you shine a black light on them, they have like the Trump like uh, the, the, the Trump logo. Basically, it's, it, it's basically just like a McDonald's like special sauce stain. They think that uh, he's playing 45D chess um, when, in fact, all he's doing is, you know, flushing a toilet. Uh, the the what they're what I was saying is that, you know, suppose Cyber Ninjas has the audacity and they might to claim like, ha ha, we have found evidence of tampering and therefore we must reevaluate the election first and foremost. There is no mechanism within the Constitution or our system to go back and retroactively um, undo this and like unseat Biden. That's just not going to happen. Second of all, they don't recognize, or at least they're choosing not to tell the uh, the swaths of Trump followers, is that if you come forward with such a claim, what do you think happens next? We don't just undo anything if that were even possible. You got to bring it to court. You it has to be scrutinized. And thus far, and I don't think it's hyperbole to say this, uh, they haven't had much luck in the courts when it comes down to their claims. Look, I I think my honest opinion about this is they can count all they want. Hmm. If I was, uh, if I was. A Democrat with regards to like you know overseeing the all these uh, that this this rampant speculation over whether or not there was like election fraud on that on the count of Biden. I feel like I'm I'm I I would just let them do whatever they want because in the end they're just chasing false leads, right? It's mm. just it's nothing, mm. you know. They're just digging into dirt. There's nothing there. Right. So. Right. So, I mean, whatever. Like, I'm I'm not I, I'm not afraid at all about th this thing. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't care what the Republicans do with regards to like using different companies or or, you know, tr trying to dig up, you know, um, you know, we found uh, Al Capone's treasures, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
in a vault. It, it's all it's 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 just not there. Like they 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 lost fair and square, and they're just being real sore about it. So, mm, mm. I uh, I I agree with you uh, for the most part. The only thing that gives me a reservation is that this is the kind of shit that prompts these people to uh, storm capitals and you know start doing the stupid shit that they do make uh make plans to kidnap government officials like they tried to do in uh, what state was that it was like in the middle of the pandemic they were planning on uh kidnapping the governor or the mayor um of oh yeah 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 you're right yeah yeah yeah. you know so these Um, people really get fucking out of hand so that's the only thing that gives me reservation yeah, I mean, at this point, like with uh, after January sixth and all the things that preceded it, the um, the kind of snowball effect it had uh, leading up to January sixth, we we definitely need to have, keep a watchful eye on on uh, basically like homegrown militias that kind of gather together and think that they're you know that drinking moonshine and fucking busting into the capital is it a reasonable thing to do yeah with with no regard for what that actually means and what uh, what kind of effect it has on the rest of the country because right mm. now like like the politically we've never been more split than we ever have been before mm. and we uh uh like our government is divided between those people who are who refuse to uh to take a look and turn a blind eye towards uh the things that came about during January 6th and those people that want to seek justice which seem to be quieting down it's all all this stuff that happened since January 6th mm-hmm. it's all kind of dying down and fading into the background because now, like, everybody wants, like, well, not everybody, but most Republicans, and I'm talking about, like, you know, the ones that are the most vocal, um, and, of course, Fox News just thinks that, like, you know, hey, we just need to get over it. Uh, uh, what was our original point before I, like, you know, kind of moved on to, you know, saying Republicans are a bunch of dis- disgusting, you know, uh I think assholes that w- who are just <laughs> trying to bury their heads in the sand. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was the point. I mean, they essentially, you know, these people they just uh, delude themselves until they work themselves into a froth and riot. But uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, what else can be said? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, there's still like with regards to Juneteenth, even like there are those uh, Republicans who are just like, oh, it's going to, you know, uh, make uh make people hate the united states if they if they teach critical race theory within their own states and and you know uh basically uh discuss what it's what 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 it's all about what the celebration is about you know mm, mm. yeah they're, they're they're always they're always just going to talk out of out of their assholes to find some way to to demonize this and you know what i don't care i actually i'm actually looking forward to them and yes this is petty of me but i'm looking forward to them kind of writhing and wringing their hands as to how this seed um is going to sprout and grow because 
They've said this about practically every movement that marginalized people have spearheaded in this country. Like they, they used to call the civil rights movement like trouble. It's just like, why can't these people just, you know, wait and and progress will naturally come like eventually, you know, we'll give you people the right to vote. It's like if we would have taken that advice, I, I doubt we would have the, the right to vote now. Um, it's it's just progress doesn't just happen. People have to make it happen. And with Juneteenth, I think that it's the it's the seed that's going to get people talking and learning and will eventually crawl into uh, not crawl into fly into every freaking educational uh, rubric around the country. Um, there are going to be those who will resist, but, you know, there always are. And uh, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them yeah, hard. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. I think there's a list roaming, uh, floating around the internet of the senators that voted against, you know, uh, acknowledging June, Juneteenth as a holiday. We'll post that up on our Instagram. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so you know who the guilty parties are. Actually, Stephen Colbert uh, did a did a wonderful, uh, like, quick expose of that. It was just like 14 senators voted against it. And uh, I wonder what they have in common. And he pulled up a picture of all of them. He's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're all white. Yeah. <laughs> and men. <laughs> yeah. And Republican. Uh, sorry. Yes. Of course. I'd be, well, you probably would have, like, the odd Democrat who's, like, sides with them. Mm. Uh, because lately, like, I feel like you just can't trust the Democratic Party to do the right thing. Mm. Even though they have all the power, they can't seem to fucking get their heads together and, you know. You know, fucking make Election Day a holiday. <laughs> Ser fucking seriously. I mean, that would be that would be a major step. Uh, not to mention, you know, kill this fucking filibuster. Like it's it's it literally has no use except to give the vast minority uh, an unreasonably large voice. It's that's not the way the country should work. No. That's why we have like. Fucking a senator from Kentucky having a stranglehold on like uh, on like what any kind of like progressive or like bills that would seem to strengthen our political infrastructure. Mm. Uh, uh, it, it's just unfair that the filibuster can give that someone that kind of power. Absolutely, absolutely. I am. I'm just keeping my fingers crossed and hoping hard for HR one to pass because that would be uh, a tremendous asset to securing voting rights all around the country. And uh, again, the pettiness in me, I don't know, maybe it's the summer, but it'd be a, a nice big fuck you to all those states who are trying to uh, tank the eligibility and the ease that people would be able to vote you know it's it's it only makes sense in a democracy that people should have very easy access to vote agreed you know ah. so, suddenly you can't find a constitutional originalist uh who will stand behind it they'll only 
pop their heads up when it's just like, oh, well, you know, it actually since the since 18 blah, 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 we haven't had a real president because that's when the government became corporate. So Donald Trump would actually be the 19th president. It's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's why there are, like, amendments to the Constitution. You amend it when, like, it needs to be reformed. You, like, they're just – it's not like it's a fucking – it's not like the Jedi sacred text, you know? <laughs> you just go around and flip things around willy-nilly. It's like, you know, you could change it. Yeah, you could change it. That's why there are amendments. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's, um, why, that's why the uh, – uh, it's often referred to as a living document. It's not supposed to be this uh, static thing that we just follow uh, as closely, only second to the Bible. It's like, look, these are the words of men. They have to be adjusted, okay? (laughs) Right, of course. Agreed. Um, You know, and man, speaking of change. uh, So a movie came out recently. Mm -hmm called in the heights the latest work by famed broadway superstar lin-manuel miranda uh in the heights is a story about washington heights Mm. and uh right off the bat it's um you take a one look at the cast and you're just like holy shit wow (laughs) There is definitely a preference towards what kind of Latin people, uh, Latin or Latinx people, are represented within this movie about a neighborhood which is predominantly, you know, Afro-Latino, a lot of black Dominicans Mm -hmm. out there in the Heights. Spent a good chunk of my childhood there. Yeah. It is a wonderful stew of color. (laughs) And yet... You look at this fucking tres leches fucking shit. <laughs> I look, I, I I don't want you know. I I, I sound like a hater, and yes, yeah, to a certain extent, I am. I'm sure they put like a lot of work into making these songs and doing the choreography and nailing down the steps. But what the fuck? It's like. <laughs> It's like they pulled the flung out of the oven and they're just like, you know what? Let's just take off this uh, darker part on the top <laughs> and just leave the creamy lightness <laughs> of the flung. It's just like, no, that's not that's not flung. The nice Latino mestizo, you know, light skin <laughs> Telemundo, tele, uh, you know, Univision ready fucking, you know, uh whiteness that ex- that exists and it, you know it's it's really unfortunate and 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 um you know um a lot of people have cited Gina Torres mm-hmm. she has she basically was the Nostradamus of all this yes. this uh the recent hubbub over uh the release of in the heights and, and what it means for uh black erasure well way back in the day you know, they asked her. They were just like, I, I don't, I don't know. I think the question was, like, uh, how does it feel like to be a Latina working in Hollywood today? And she was just like, well, it's hard getting work because mm. when people are casting for Latinos, they don't mean me. 
Mm. You know, they mean somebody who looks Italian. Mm-hmm. So, and and uh, and that you know, if you watch this this movie that's been put together by Lin Manuel Miranda, it's it's that's what it is. It's it, that's 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 a shining example of a reckoning that the Latin community needs to face because that's what's coming. What's mm. coming is something that we all need to brace ourselves for because it's not enough that in the United States uh, we recognize there is that there is a white hegemonic system. Mm-hmm. But there has been one going on in Latin America for far too long. Mm-hmm. You, tell our, you turn on the telenovela, right? What, who are you going to see as the protagonist? You know, you turn on Teresa. You know, <laughs> oh man, I didn't. You turn on Esm- Esmeralda, you know. <laughs> you know who the names see? and everything. Yeah, Jeez. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's you're gonna see who who you're gonna see. You're gonna see fucking Thalia, you know, <laughs> Paulina Gaitan, you know. And what do they all have in common? They are all not not almost like they could be from Tuscany. You know, <laughs> and they're like the in, in the indigenous population is so underrepresented that it is um, to be to have indigenous features in Latin America, predominantly like in, in in like the you know in Latin America and South America, they're just uh, it's it's looked down upon. There's a word for it. It's like you don't want to look too Indio. You know? mm. And then, you know, uh, in communities of color, like black people in Latin America, you don't even you don't even see it. Be I'd be surprised if I see them in the telenovela that isn't Brazilian. <laughs> Brazilian or some Colombians. Just full disclosure, I have not actually sat down and watched the film. I ain't um, watching that shit either. Uh, <laughs> so I'm watching fucking in the heights. I, I fucking the heights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really just have to say that the um, the press that has come out uh, that we're talking about on this show is something that really turned me off because uh, though I haven't seen this film, the narrative is nowhere near um, new. Uh, the uh, the erasure of the darker complected uh, Latino uh, within media that's supposed to feature Latino is a really big problem. Um, But just to give a little, uh, just a little shout out to progress, no matter, no matter how little, but there is a growing uh, movement within Latinidad that uh, seeks to cast a more truthful light on Latino history, Latino makeup, uh, the African roots um, of Latino culture, and uh, framing it uh, in the current uh, in the current media landscape that basically highlights what you said. It's that there's this erasure that happens, and it kind of leads me up to the comments that. Um, I forget her name. Do you, do you remember her name? Wait, are you talking about when Rita Moreno is uh, uh, defended in the Heights? Yeah, but Rita Moreno, she she made this comment 
that, you know, why can't people just kind of wait and let this pass before making some sort of commentary? Basically, like, why can't we just have a moment of enjoyment before you tear it apart? And it's just like, is it really enjoyment if you are basically celebrating a lie, celebrating a problem? Uh, I, I, I don't see the logic in that. And she she got dragged for it. She got dragged for that comment. Well, she she also said that, like, uh, look, for the people who uh, are, are criticizing uh, this movie, like, especially with regards to race, she more or less said she was like, wait your turn. Mm. Just wait. Which is insanely ins- – it's just and, – and Colbert is just like – you know, he's trying to give her an out. If you watch that interview. He really tries to give her an out, and she doubles down. And, and you know, it really sucks because, like, one of my favorite shows, uh, you know, on Netflix was uh, the update of One Day at a Time, and she's in it. She's great, but uh, but this, like, through it just threw fire on all of that. It just made me like be like, oh, that's disgusting. And you know what? I, I can't. I I also can't um, count myself out of this whole thing mm. because, it, it, like, it, with regards to my own Latin, like my own Latin identity, right? Mm-hmm. It had, it really was kind of like uh, <sighs> it, it was like uh, throwing water on my face. It was a splash in the face. Okay. Um, and never was that more evident was when I took a massive L. On fucking social media, I took a, I took an L on Twitter, oh. um, and <laughs> um, this uh, uh, this uh, insanely intelligent, you know, uh, crit- critic uh, of the social fabric. <laughs> I'm building her up a lot. Uh, <laughs> Bad Dominicana. Uh, she fucking. Uh, I, she was making a lot of. She was fucking angry. Mm. She was one of the first people that, like, immediately popped up on my feed. It's just like, you know, fuck in the heights, fuck this, and, you know, uh, the Blanquitos have been getting away with this shit for way too long. And I was just like, and in my head, oh, man, dude, I I turned into one of those assholes. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe I turned into one of those assholes who was just like, you know, not all Latinos, man, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, we, this, I I don't think, uh, uh, uh commentary or critiques like this actually help the the cause and and she was just like fucking child oh. sit your blanquito ass down i'm sorry i don't mean to laugh it's just the, no dude the way you're framing <laughs> it i'm just me. i'm like jesus christ i'm gonna send you some aloe later because you got burned no, yeah stop. dude oh man <laughs> send me to the fucking burn war dude <laughs> But uh, I was like, "Mama, Mama, save me!" <laughs> Speak on it, man. Speak on it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then I was just like, it, it got so bad where I uh, like I sent a private message and I was just like, "Look, I, I had no idea what I like because I because I I hit like a moment of clarity, an epiphany, if mm. you will, where I was like, oh my god, what am I doing?'" And then I was like, uh, I reached out to her and I was just like, look, I'm sorry. I wa- I'm not going to reach out again, but I just want to let you know that my comments uh, definitely don't help. And I, I completely 
like I, there's a lot of education that I need to do upon myself. And, you know, I have, I offered my apologies and I uh, was just like, you know, I'm going to show my support for your art, for, for your point of view, because it, it, that it's true. Mm. There's been a black erasure going on in, in Latin America, like in Latin American media mm. for decades, you know? And it's like, and it's, yeah, there's been like Edward James Olmos's and, you know, uh, Pedro Pascal's and Oscar Isaac's, but it's like, how many, how many Afro Latin actors do you even know? Can you, how many can you count on your hands? You know, uh, probably one hand and it would have to be a concerted effort. <laughs> yeah. It's like Miguel Nina, Miguel Nina's junior. Um, Jessica Pimentel, fuck. I'm trying to do it right now, and I'm just like, that's that's probably not a good <laughs> good idea to do. Uh, Zoe Saldana, um, yeah, yeah. Lazo Lanzo, who, who I didn't even know was uh, was Latino. The Lazalonzo on the boys. <laughs> um, he's cute, fucking Cuban American. I'm just like, holy shit, man. Uh, um, <sighs> really, really. Really have to reach in into my own soul to. Uh, I just want to give props to you for sharing that learning experience. I think, and I, I'm hoping that other people hear this and learn that you know you can be like we're we're both very progressive guys. Like, su yeah. I, I would say super progressive, but right. that, that does not preclude us from having blind spots. Um, you know, everybody's human. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with having a blind spot per se. It's living in it after somebody points it out. Uh, and usually the people who point it out are very, do it in a very well thought out way. You know, I'm sure that this um, uh, bad Dominicana online, she probably, you know, put down some info that helped you reach that epiphany. And uh, instead of, you know, staying in the comfort of your of your perspective you decided holy shit you know there, there's this there's this bigger world this bigger aspect that i didn't know that i need to know about and uh bro i've been there <laughs> i've definitely yeah, been there yeah. and will be there again in the future yeah. but you know it's like it's it's about embracing new knowledge and and broadening your perspective. So I'm hoping yeah, it's all, very, all it's of you very, listening, all of you out there listening, you know, uh, you know, take take a note out of uh, Pavel's book. <laughs> it's a very humbling experience to be, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, be getting the pat on the head and being like, you know, if you were smarter, you'd get this. And I'd be like, all right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Time to hit those books. Hey, listen, every once in a while, I know I know I've done this. So I'll speak to myself. You I, you'll walk into a subject and show your entire ass thinking that you are you have some sort of expertise just for somebody to come along and be like, um, no, you know, give you the NPR. Yeah, voice, like, right. No, no, you're wrong. <laughs> you're an idiot, you know, and then they explain why. And you're just like, oh, uh, I was never here. And then you do a ninja uh, cloud ball, you know, drop so that you can just run away, you know, so. Just end up tripping on your own shoes, just falling out the window. 
Because that's definitely what I did. Oh, man, I got dragged so bad. It hurt so bad. Anyways, um, enough about my humbling. <laughs> Dude, um, I, I wanted to talk, uh, touch on this a little bit before, but uh, Macy Gray was basically, uh, I don't know if you heard, but she's she's also been kind of making the rounds in the news circle. Oh. Um, because she says that the there should be a new flag. A new Amer- um, American flag? A, a new American flag because yeah. the current one kind of has an, a very ugly, ugly history mm-hmm. behind it. Um, mm-hmm. And wow, that, that is a bold step. Uh, the people talk about playing 70D chess. <laughs> um, and Macy Gray's uh, concept is the real deal because that is. That is futurist thinking. Mm, mm. We're not there yet as a country. I'm just like, that's a great idea. I don't think we're there yet. But the thing is, when it comes down to great ideas or things that should happen in this country, um, when they're presented, we're never there. It's about if there is enough political and social will uh, to push toward it. And as it stands right now, um I agree with you. We're not we're not there in that instance. However, I'm hoping that her statement is not only heard but echoed because it can do it can do things on multiple levels. It'll bring out people saying like, "No, that is our flag and there's a proud tradition." And also forgetting that the flag has changed over the years, you know, especially as we've added states and, and things along those lines. Um but it will also bring up the conversation of, well, why is, the, why is the flag in its current iteration a problem? And that's when we have to talk about history. And that history invariably uh, intersects with critical race theory. Um, there's, just no, there's just no escaping it with this country. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping this flares up so that it can demonstrate even further how there needs to be this conversation and and it's not just about history you know when we look at washington dc not having statehood when we look at puerto rico not having statehood like there needs to be a few more stars on this flag in order to truly represent all americans because the two places i just mentioned those are tax paying americans like any one of us but they don't have representation mm. yeah I feel bad for Samoa because uh, Samoa is also one of those like where they can get you can get drafted. Sure. Fighting our wars. Mm. You know, do you want like, you know, um, uh, kind of like the the financial uh, windfall and, and the representation you need? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> um, but jeez, uh, that's that's a more complex issue um and uh you know that's 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 something that we probably need to to think about with regards to the future of this country where like wow a new flag would be different oh man Mm. um but anyway even though uh, even though a lot of these yahoos are rock are rocking uh in my opinion desecrated flags with the whole blue line through it or the red line through it like is technically altering the american flag like that isn't that like uh you know 
sacrilege to yeah it's <laughs> i thought uh, yeah um of course you get you get uh defenders of this of this point of view who are just like um uh basically that piece of shit ted cruz came out of his fucking you know uh, uh troll hole and uh he he was just like on, on social media he's like if you don't like our flag go to a country whose flag you do like you know uh Ugh. yeah the ancient ancient gross. white proverb yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fucking nigel higginbottom or whatever <laughs> the ancient white proverb using the time old the time old phrase of go back to your go back to your your own country or whatever uh, <sighs> gross yeah uh, uh, ted cruz is the grossest fucking um cuban canadian right born <laughs> with the silver spoon in his mouth oh, we changed God. his name to ted because he doesn't want to be seen as too much as like you know a one of them latinos mm. you know you know it's gross it, zodiac it, beard <laughs> oh god that beard Ugh. but uh you know i just one last uh touch on the uh the theme that we've started this show off with um i think that's going to be one of the big future fights um that's already started of the latino community within the united states um the one of identity and how that dictates um, politics. Uh, the Latino community is one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing demographic within the United States. Um, and going forward will be a voting block that that is going to be contended with. Um, how that voting block sees itself uh, is going to be a complex one. There are those Latinos, and we all know or or have met uh, some who think of themselves as white as snow, and will abandon almost everything about their background in order to fit into that hegemonic uh, framework. And then there are those of us who know the truth and realize that our history is complex, and all of it has to be seen and understood, and put in its proper context. And going forth. Uh, that can't help but to open your eyes into how you're going to vote in this country, what your interests are in comparison to uh, what the right tells you your interests are. Um, so that's one of the reasons why there's such harsh pushback on critical race theory in this country. And I'm thinking to previous programs like the, um, the La Raza studies that were spearheaded several years ago uh, in a few states that taught uh, particularly Mexican uh, students about their history, the relationship of Mexico with this country. Um, and every one of those students was just uh, made better by those programs. You, they, they're, they're very um, targeted statistics that show that those who participate in the program went on to college went on to success because they had a deeper understanding of their background um and of course uh because of that and because of the nature of that education it ended up in many many court battles saying the same narrative that we hear today oh 
this is just coursework that's going to teach kids to hate white people or to hate America and this, that, and the other. Um, and ultimately, uh, that narrative lost. Um, and I think that's going to be part of the precedent that has been set in this country to allow critical race theory to become a broader curriculum. That narrative is still being pushed um, by Candace Owens. Like, she oh. just also made the rounds because she was just like, you know, I'm going to celebrate the 4th of July like any other American. And, that you know, she was basically making the argument that Juneteenth will just make people hate America. And she's like, we don't need two 4th of July. We don't need two Independence Days. She's like, I'm going to celebrate 4th of July. Thank you very much. Okay. I was just like, <laughs> in my head, I was like, fucking kick rocks, you know? Seriously. Fuck you. If you you, you want to do that? Go ahead. Candace, nobody wants you at the cookout. <laughs> nobody wants you there. <laughs> you you go ahead. You you go and hang out with the GOP. Have your potato salad with raisins in it, and <laughs> and and leave the rest of us the fuck alone. Oh my god, dude. She she stays thinking like she's gonna get scraps from the table. Like mm. one day she's gonna take one wrong move. She's gonna end up just like Stacy Dash. Mm-hmm. She's like coming right back and just being like, "Please, can you can you open the door?" And we'll be like, "No." <laughs> she goes, "Please, I miss seasoning." It's like, "Nope, you did it to yourself. You made your bed. Now you fucking live in it." Uh, speaking of beds, uh, it's, it's time for the podcast to slow down and get a little <laughs> sexy because <laughs> what are, what are the big pieces I do is that came out of the geek sphere the nerdosphere was the fact that like uh, the WB executives do not like the fact that one of our favorite superheroes a capes crusader of sorts <laughs> does not give Cunnilingus. Oh my God, we were we're going there, we're going there. We've always been there. That's true. You know what? That's true. And uh, you can find out by listening to our pat our past episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Woo! Also, download the Radio Free Brooklyn app and stay tuned every Monday at noon for future broadcasts from the Robots versus Taxes Power Hour. That's right. <laughs> All right, so enough enough shilling, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So they're where were we? They're oh, yeah. saying they're saying that the bat doesn't eat the cat. Is that was no? The, mm, yeah, he doesn't mm. eat the kitty. Mm. I don't know. I've I've, uh, I've been I've been hearing uh, I've been hearing many <laughs> opinions on this, but tell me what you've heard. Um, I mean, uh, there have been different schools of thought on the matter. You know. <laughs> Uh, some people say that uh, because of uh, Bruce Wayne's immense wealth um, and his pseudo-fascistic crusade against crime, that he's too self-involved to participate in uh, the eating of the play. It makes him a, a <laughs> jealous lover. I'm sorry, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, do you see what I'm doing lately? I'm, just, I'm just watching my words because I think my parents are about to open the door. Because of the last episode. (laughs) 
Hi, Pavel's parents. Yeah, God. Hi, <laughs> Dios mio. He's talking about Batman and eating pussy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's the deep pussy again. <laughs> I told you not to let her watch that movie <laughs> with these smart sharks. <laughs> What? Sandra, it was a bunch of sharks taking their SATs. <laughs> oh, I didn't man. know it would lead him to talking about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, caramba. Uh, okay, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it, it's, there's been a lot of debate. Zack Snyder even posted a, a photo uh, of uh, artwork depicting the Dark Knight uh, giving uh, oral pleasure to Catwoman, who was doing the Ahagao face. <laughs> you know, his wife. <laughs> um, is that how you pronounce it? Ahagao. That's how I pronounce it. Okay, go. <laughs> please, please feel free to correct us. Um, Send us your videos, your MP3s. Um, so, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, with regards to that, it's you know, the, 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 there's a lot of schools of thought. What is your your opinion on on bat pussy gate? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. We're, that's what we're coining this controversy as. Bad pussy gate. Um, so, uh, in this issue that is tearing apart our country, I think, I think, that I I can certainly imagine Bruce Wayne not, you know, not eating the kitty just because he's so he's so consumed by his uh, his life of quote unquote fighting crime, even though there are very fascistic aspects aspects to it. However. Um, He's a weirdo. He goes out into the dark of night dressed as a bat. Um, he changes his voice. He wears very tight um, uh, blends of fabrics, uh, Kevlar, uh, rubber. So he has some sort of a freak flag going on. And I couldn't imagine him actually not eating pussy. I mean, he literally has an opening on his face that would would be perfect for you know uh partaking let's put it that way that's true that is true um i mean uh i'm of a different school of opinion i think it's just to show that he's a white guy uh <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez oh so he doesn't get shot okay yeah yikes <laughs> wow no 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 look 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 you know <laughs> points to his mouth <laughs> he's just like no 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 let's go easy on him oh jeez fucking gotham pd uh but uh, uh um yeah I, I i'm not so sure i because i i don't believe that fascists um <laughs> 
have the have the capability to think outside themselves enough to consider doing that kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, but I've always I've always found that uh, since Bruce Wayne is always like, you know, he's the first one in the Justice League to start shit and be like, I don't agree with this. I'm going out on my own. But Bruce, it's like, get your hands off me, Kryptonian, you know. <laughs> Uh, so I don't, I don't, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. You know, you know what? What else? I don't think Reed Richards. Uh, it's made me create create a list. What? <laughs> I don't think Reed Richards or Logan. I don't think they do it either. Reed Richards, um, come he, on. Yeah, Reed Richards doesn't do it. I'm pretty dude. He'd much rather be doing equations. But um, dude can literally stretch anywhere. Like I can, he. That's a waste. That's a waste of talent if he does it. I'm putting it that way. You know who I think does? Spider-Man. Of course. I mean, give me yeah. a break. You know, um, he, he fucking webs up Mary Jane's legs to the ceiling. Oh yeah, and then goes to town. That's a visual. That's called uh, yeah, spider style. Let's let's call yeah, it that. Yeah, but uh, no, but for t- I'm still stuck on Reed Richards, man. Shit, if I had that power, oh man. I would be my my sex game would be untouchable, man. That'd be like I'd be like, girl, are you sure? Because I will ruin you, literally ruin you for everybody. There's a reason why they call me Mr. Fantastic. (laughs) Ah, but why do you think she's going to fucking uh, you know Namor? Why why do you think Sue Storm is always like fucking cucking Reed Richards with Namor? (laughs) Damn, you know what? I think you might have called it. Think you might have called it. Wow. Because that dude could hold his breath. You know what well, I mean? <laughs> hey, he's the king of the sea in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> he's a deep diver is what I'm saying. <laughs> Good, subtle, subtle. Very subtle. We're, we're nothing if not nuanced. <laughs> yes, of course. Superman does, definitely. Superman, Clark, Clark does. Yeah, I think I think Lois had to teach him how to do it, though. For sure, she's like, you you could breathe in space. Come <laughs> on, man. Let me show you how to do it. Well, all right, Lois. <laughs> you got to take off your glasses first, asshole. You don't have to pretend with me. <laughs> all right, Lois. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Who else? Who else? <laughs> you said Logan doesn't do it, but yeah, why, Logan, why Why? Why would Logan. Lo, otherwise known as Wolverine, for those of you who are yeah. less initiated, uh, why don't you think uh, he does it? I mean, the guy, first of all, the guy literally has a mutant healing factor, so he can't catch SDIs. I mean, if, no. if there's any, if there's any, uh, uh, incentive for him to be, an absolute slob when he comes to when it comes down to that, you know, it would be that, you know. Um, yeah, you might be. I mean, I don't know. Maybe jury's out on 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 James Howlett, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you might be right. You might be right. You've changed my you've changed my mind about that because I don't know something about him. Something about him strikes me as like a kind of like because all his ex girlfriends are trying to kill him, right? Mm, mm. You know. Uh, so I, I'm assuming it's because, you know, uh, for all of his, uh, you know, he's good at what he does, but what he does isn't very good. And one of those, uh, <laughs> jobs that he fails at 
seat in the puss. You know what I mean? So. But the guy's been alive for like hundreds of years. You see, he, his technique should be immaculate at this point. Yeah, you know, it should be. He should be like I. I can do it Renaissance style. Uh, I can do it uh, in a postmodernist way. Um, yeah. You know, he's been through. He's been through it all. You know who I think doesn't do it? Um, Cyclops. Nah, dude, that dude gives more head than fucking Modoc. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I think I think if he did, uh, Jean Grey would have never succumbed to the Phoenix Force. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, if you might you might be right, or maybe his his head game is so good that it propelled her to become a cosmic entity. Jesus I Christ! <laughs> I mean, she he, she she probably like lets him go down when she's on the rag too. Because, you know, everything's Oh, red. my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Uh, that is so fucking idiotic. Like, uh, I, I immediately feel terrible for saying It's like, babe, you're so, you're so wet tonight. And you taste yeah, like... Yeah, I know. And you taste like pennies. <laughs> oh, That's and look how at, it is. And look at that. The FCC has canceled our show. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our 201... <laughs> episodes <laughs> 201 <laughs> in the can oh boy. Uh, oh man you know who uh, i know definitely does who professor x no way yeah really he has to why well you know he's always in oh, a wheelchair God. so you know he's, <laughs> that's getting cut he has he has to compensate <laughs> look i'm just being real he has to compensate you know he's yeah either either that or like he implants the thought that he already did it and I, then he splits well they say that sex happens in the mind anyway so it's kind yeah. of the same difference you know <laughs> yeah i think you know who definitely does it nightcrawler because <laughs> he does it and then he's like Peace. And then he's just <laughs> bam, he's gone. Doesn't he have a forked tongue too? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Yo, fucking Nightcrawler's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that's a good place to cap it. <laughs> we've we've given you a lot to think about, audience. So uh we do. Why don't you write into us and let us know who you think does or does not partake? Uh, in the cunnilingus in the world yes. of fiction and fantasy. Yes. Uh, email us at robotsversustaxes at gmail.com. Listen to our show and uh, please write us up a review on the iTunes. Get our numbers up. You can also DM us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we'll reply back. We, we really will. I mean, you know, we, we're, yeah. we, we, we need your attention very badly. Yeah, we do. We love attention. Um. And we're we're very reciprocal. So, and with that, um, with shout-outs to the Road at Dower, the Hoof, and uh, all all of our the fine programming at Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Pablo Morales Martinez, and I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are the Robots versus Texas program on Radio Free Brooklyn. And while you're out there, you could try keeping it real, but you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. Okay. Oh,
Fuck niggas on my radar watch Crackle down on a 